Yeah, the NFL season gets underway tomorrow night. Chiefs hosting the Lions. Cardinals get at it Sunday in Washington against the Commanders. Football season is here. Great time to talk about it with our uh, next guest. Pro Football Hall of Famer Kurt Warner, the one and only, joins us here on the Arizona Sports Line. Kurt, good morning. How are you? Good morning, guys. I'm Hello, great. Kurt. I, I, I know you get excited about the beginning of football season. We are, too. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I am. I think it's just going to be a great season, and especially – I think especially you look at the AFC side, there's just so many things up for grabs, so many great teams, so many great young quarterbacks. I think there's a lot more questions about the NFC side. Mm -hmm. Um, But I I can't remember the last time we went into a season where I thought this many teams could actually compete to win, you know, their conference. And so that to me is what's exciting is that usually you have four or five teams. You go, okay, they have a chance because of their quarterback or whatever. This year, I think it's way more wide open than that, and I think that's what's going to make it fun. Now, the Cardinals have made headlines because they're the only team that has not announced a week one starter. What do you think <laughs> What do you think they're doing with Josh Dobbs and Clayton Toon and, and, and folding in Kyler Murray? What do you think this year is going to look like at quarterback in Arizona? Yeah, you know, I, I'm, I'm really not sure either. Um, I, I thought Clayton looked really, really good in preseason, so he's got you know, I think a, a chance there to, to be the starter. I think a lot of it really depends on where you feel you're at as a team, what you're trying to do. And, you know, so I think to myself with Kyler being on pup and, and being out for a while, I wouldn't be surprised if they went with a rookie to see, you know, what he's capable of and what he could be for the future, knowing that they're going to be building this thing, you know, for a couple of years that they're not, they're not ready yet. And so, um, you know, but but at the same time, you go get Josh Dobbs. Everybody knows he's got some experience in the offense. He has played before. You know, that can easily be the, the pick as well. I just, you know, I always just wonder, you know, Josh has been in the league. You kind of know what Josh is. Is it, you know, is it more conducive to just give the rookie a shot and see if you think he can be a guy? Kurt Warner, our guest here on Bickley and Murata Mornings. Let, let's uh, assume Dobbs is the guy to start. And, Weird path to get here. Obviously, very late in the preseason, he he gets traded for. And you know, using your experience, when you became a starter, it wasn't expected that you would be. It was because of injury. You you thrived in that situation. But to Josh Dobbs specifically, Kurt, I mean, how difficult would it be to come in, even with knowledge of some of the coaches you're working with, some of the the basis of the offense he's worked in before? How difficult would it be to come in like ten days before? Uh, the, the season starts and be, be the day one starter with any kind of effectiveness? Well, you know, I mean, I, I think there's two sides to that. I mean, first of all, he didn't just come off the street. So he was playing football. He was throwing a football, you know, he was developing time. And even though it wasn't, you know, with this system or with these guys. And if it is really, you know, an offense that he knows and he understands and he can step in and, you know, to me, I always thought when you when you played quarterback, the biggest key within an offense was when you heard the play for the first time. So when your coordinator, whoever sent it into your helmet, could you visualize the play as soon as you heard it? Oh, this is the formation. This is where guys are lined up. This is what is going to happen on the play. Because when you can do that, now you know everything you need to know and in a split second, and you can just go react and play. And so if that's the case where he really understands this offense that well, and it's that similar, I don't think it's that much to ask for him to go in and be successful. Will there be some issues yet possibly with continuity, having not played with, uh, you know, with some of these guys, but in terms of just playing football and, you know, making decisions and, and throwing the ball where he wants to, 
I don't think it's that difficult if, you know, as I've heard people say, he's very accustomed to what they're doing offensively. Do you think a new coaching staff, a new system, I can kind of unlock a new, different, better Kyler Murray? What do you think, uh, and how will you know if he is ready to kind of take that next step as, step as a quarterback when he gets back? Well, I mean, yeah, this is one that I think is also twofold is that, you know, I never really felt like when Kyler and Cliff were together that they developed an offensive identity and specifically an identity that really fit who Kyler was at that point in his career. Now, everybody hopes that these quarterbacks develop and become a guy that can drop back, play the game inside the pocket, dissect the defense, make the throws, all of that stuff. But not everybody's there right off the bat. And, you know, when I talk about this, I I always use Brian Dayball and – you know, and Daniel Jones as an example, is that, you know, first couple of years, Daniel Jones was very average quarterback. I wondered if he could actually play, you know, at the high level or be a franchise guy because he struggled to play inside the pocket consistently. Dave all comes in and they adjust their whole offense. And, you know, people always say, well, you can't really say it was more simplistic. Well, it is kind of more simplistic. What they do is they use a lot of rollouts, they use a lot of naked bootlegs. They use a lot of the, the RPO where he can run. They split the field in half with play action, so he only has to read one half of the field. And we saw what happened. You know, they go on and, and they win a playoff game last year. And he signs a big deal and he plays his best football because they're playing to his strengths. Yeah, I'm sure they're hoping that he can develop into a complete quarterback. But right now he's got strengths that they utilize And it allowed that team to be very, very successful and to play really, really good football. And that, to me, is the key with a new system or new coach or, you know, anytime you get a young quarterback is you got to figure out a way for them to have success to their strengths early on. And then you slowly work to develop them to become a better player. I think Jalen Hurts, you know, using the system and all that could be a great example in his first year as a starter, he was kind of up and down, wasn't great inside the pocket, but still good enough to get his team to the playoffs because they found ways. And then he got better as a pocket passer to go along with them playing to his strengths. And last year, he's runner-up to the MVP. And so um, that, to me, is going to be key to really unlock Kyler first is to find the system. What is it he does well? What can we hang our hat on and live in that world while we try to bring him along to become – you know, that complete quarterback. It's a good point. All right, when you look across the NFL, you're right when you say it's going to be nuts in the East. I'm curious from a quarterback standpoint, who's got the most pressure on him this year? Would it be Josh Allen and needing to finally get to a Super Bowl? Would it be Aaron Rodgers and this and, and now his new chapter with the Jets? Would it be Russell Wilson trying to hang on to his career with Sean Payton? What do you think about that? A great question. I mean, I think all of those people and you know other guys you know have pressure you know in different ways I mean I think Russell definitely has pressure because uh, you know I think the biggest thing there was Russell left Seattle obviously Seattle saw something but I think more importantly Russell left because he wanted to show people he could be that complete quarterback that I'm talking about that can dissect the defense stand in the pocket throw the ball on time all that stuff that we see from guys like Brady and and Burrow and and some of those guys kind of excel at that and in his first attempt at it he didn't do it very well and so now I think a lot of people are wondering if he can be that guy and so Sean Payton comes in who has a background with another guy that did that as well as anybody in Drew Brees 
are they going to play that system? Can Russell be that? So, yeah, I think, you know, here's a guy that was on a fast track probably for the Hall of Fame, um, and he came to a screeching stall, stop, stop last year. Where does, where does he go? How good can he be? You know, what, what is the narrative moving forward because of that? So I think there is a lot of pressure on, uh, on Russell for sure. Josh Allen, I think, is an interesting one. He's still so young, and he's accomplished so much. But when you look at the AFC side – you know, you, you see the guys like Mahomes and Burrow who have been to the, the Super Bowl and they're young guys and they're going to be there for the next decade. Then I think there continues to add pressure to those other guys over there going, can you get there? You know, like, can you beat those guys right. to get to the Super Bowl? Because, you know, I, I remember for a, a run there in the AFC, um, you know, it was like Roethlisberger or Brady in the Super Bowl for like, you know, 17 out of 18 years or something crazy like that. Mm -hmm. So you could be a really good quarterback, but if you're number three or four, you never get to the, you know, the Super Bowl. And I could see something like that happening in the AFC, um, you know, simply because of of those two young guys that we've got. If, if some of these other guys can't step up Lamar, I think he's got some pressure because they say that they're going to play a system that allows him to throw it and read the field and, and be more dynamic as a passer. Um, and a lot of people had questions if he could be that. So there's some pressure for him to show, yep, I can be that. And if he can be that, that's another guy in the mix that I think, you know, can push for a championship. And then, you know, you mentioned Rodgers. Uh, you know, that's an interesting one because I think there's always pressure on Aaron Rodgers because as great as he's been, he's been to one Super Bowl. And so there will always be pressure if you're considered one of the top five, you know, most gifted quarterbacks or best quarterbacks our league has ever seen. And you've been to one Super Bowl you know, there's always kind of, you know, questions on, on why is that the case? But he goes to the Jets who haven't been there. And so what is success for this team? I definitely believe they're going to get to the playoffs. How far does he have to go? Um, you know, and, and how much longer is he going to play? If he's going to play a couple more years, I do think it's important for him to push that envelope and, and get back to another Super Bowl. Kurt, always great to have you on the show. Thanks so much for joining us. Hopefully we can do it on a regular basis during the uh, season.